Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Love Live, Ruach, Remnant Reality Radio. I am Schlag Scribe, and you are listening to Rift 2.0, Ruach Reflections. We will be back after this. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. That was We the Kingdom. That was uh, We the Kingdom dancing on the way to kick off. Rip 2.0 Rock Reflections, the nightly doers of the Word, Love Fellowship Gathering, where inquiring minds ask, were we in the Ruach HaKadosh or our own Yucca Flesh today? I am Shalayak Scribe, President of Emulators Motorcycle Congregation, Shalayakavahaba, and your guest, Yajay, for tonight, actually. Uh, I don't know about guests anymore. I'm here. So let's get to it. We start each podcast at 707 Pacific, 907 Central, and 1007 Eastern. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. No access code needed. Again, that number is 727-731-3257, and you're in. If you're new... We hope this resonates with you, and you keep coming back. If you're not new, welcome back. Glad to have you on the line. Look forward to your participation. And we've got Yami coming with our warning. Hallelujah. Marissa, sorry. Hallelujah. I think as many times as we've been on the line, Yami is understanding as well that we love our sister Yami. Hallelujah. Tonight we read one of our what do you call it? The literature from the steps and a warning for potential recovery, damaged souls, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. When you see here what you hear here, when you leave here, let it stay here. Transform recovery is a refuge. It's a healing place the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. A warm, friendly environment was created for caring, compassion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up, share your in-depth testimonies, your fiery trials, and your tough temptations. Holding our past inside is poison to our souls. Sharing our issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into his marvelous light. It exposes the accuser, it loosens the liar, and it lessens the load. The freedom to feel you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance and transfer out not connected to any law enforcement agency. You are not being set up for any type of failure here. No incarceration, no mental institution, but for you to find your new exciting life as one in your new Yafam as a new creation. We are not an anonymous fellowship group like other 12-step programs. Rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very confidential. Opening up as a group is not to put out your bad business, but it's to put out solutions. We are in transform recovery and have come to understand that people will attend our love fellowship group from all different walks of life. People come from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into our group extremely worldly or fleshly broken people. They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, or hurting and souls. They have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether sexual, mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be heavily sedated on prescription drugs or may have even used it today. It's very hard to help someone who has been intoxicated, so we encourage anyone who is attending that has used today to please wait till after the gathering and speak as a transformer. We are aware that some are suffering severely 
and are hurting over things that might be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know that you're in the right place. You're safe here. We learn to listen with utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances, one scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence, a repossession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness or even a house fire, where all personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, a death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture and or extreme bodily harm, etc., etc. The list of potential hurts and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each person's share, empathetically understanding that some may be quite understandably rough around the edges. Their language may be offensive as they may have not yet learned to communicate properly without street talk, cursive, or cursing. Wow. Cursive. Hallelujah. Okay. Cursing, swearing, and lascivious talk. We ask as you long suffer with those still working on the perfecting of their professional dysfunction, not damaged or destroyed abusive character. We ask as you share to refrain from any inappropriate speech but we must be sensitive to where each speaker may be. Some may have never even opened up the word before, may have no clue who our Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh or the Ruach HaKadosh. We can never assume that everyone is in the same place with their relationship with the Creator. Some may not even know him at all. Some may have had, in fact, have had bizarre church experiences whereby the spirit of love was suing them but yet cannot receive that love or may have rejected Yahahaba as he's trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop, censor, or filter anyone's sharing. There's a saying that truly applies and transforms. We cannot become so heavenly-minded that we are of no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working set apart or hit, is it kid faith? Hallelujah. See, there we go. Kid faith. Hakadash steps up. We're going to have to fix that, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for Transformers in the Kitfe Hakadash. But this was written back in between 2014 and the dates to 2017. So, some of the wording on here we have to, um, as Yahweh's been correcting from different overseers in our Shalia. Black Vice, that he has um, corrected a lot of us, as well as our brother Skype here, and he can explain to you why we don't use the word sacred scriptures anymore, because it's in a lot of the yeah, literature, and I get, well, I was explaining that I get mixed up in it, but. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I guess I overstepped again. Um Sorry, I do that. Um, All right, Marissa, we get it. I said I was sorry. Okay. All right, we're going to move into our seventh bodybuilder, Ahava Love Offering. This offering goes to support our our radio and prison ministry, our faith favor farms, and our houses of worship, as well as our Yability Ministries. And again, it's best to give with a happy heart. Um, 
Malachi 3, 8 says, Will a man rob Elohim, yet you have robbed me? But you say, In what have we robbed you? In the tithe and the offering. You are cursed with a curse for the nation, all of it, for you are robbing me. Bring all the tithe into the storehouse, so that there may be food in my house, and test me now with this, says Yahweh of hosts, whether I will not open the windows of Shamayim for you and pour out a Baruchata until there is no sufficiency of room to store it. Now, Yah would rather have us bring a, a willful offering, a willing offering, rather than one that is seemingly coerced. Yah doesn't want any resentment behind the giving that we do to his, to his body because he has given all to us without any reservation, without any resentment, without any reservation. Uh, he certainly didn't withhold Yeshua. So, hallelujah, there is a promise to it. He did say that he will pour out. We should not give because we think we'll get back, though he, as a good father, will give us the allowance that we need because to whom much is given, much is required. He is a good Yah, and if you feel like you are being led to support the ministry, you can do that by going to give.yahweh.love. That'll get you to our PayPal portal. Or you can go, you can snail you can mail a letter or money order or check to give dot to Love Inc. P.O. Box six eight one three eight Phoenix, Arizona, eight five zero eight two. Or you can text seven 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 to four four three two one. Well, hallelujah. Again, as I said, this is Schlag Scribe, and I am grateful to be here today. Um, it was a day. Uh, probably wasn't Probably wasn't my best, but it was still a day. Yeah, I woke me up, um, and I'm grateful for it. I am thankful for um, the sunshine that we had. It was a cooler day today the breeze was off the lake and that was fantastic so it kept everything nice and cool kept the humidity down and uh, i'm just uh grateful and glad to be back on the line and with that i will pass to whoever wants to introduce themselves next hallelujah lines open Shulaya Yami, you want to introduce yourself? Hallelujah, this is Yami, and I'm driving. Um, It's pretty busy out here today. We're headed back home from my um, daughter Dawn, my daughter Pearl, and my brother Jim and I had a nice time up there. I did a lot of sleeping. So I'm thankful that um, I got rested up. And uh, the two girls um, had a reunion. They hadn't, um, not Pearl had not seen Don's new place. And it's been quite a while since they have uh, seen one another. So they caught up. And um, I'm thankful for that. 
I'm thankful that um, all is well with my family and that I'm thankful that um, Yah is still on the the throne and um, and he is bringing forth his plan for whosoever will can come and drink of his wife. So I stand in awe of him and I will pass. Thank you. All right, whoever's next. Hallelujah. All right, thank you, Yami. I'm thankful for this is Marissa, and I am um, thankful for today that we had a good um, call this morning. It was some interesting information, and I'm learning about um, distractions, and that Yahweh is helping me with each um, area. And it's hard at times, but I know that he always makes a way. And um, I had a good worship time earlier, and it was saying how um, we prepare the way of the Messiah. What I got is that that when I was pondering about that, that he has made a way for us, and it's up to us to make a way for the king. So as we make a way for him, that uh, that he that we're preparing the way of the Messiah, and, and that you that they were saying that you make every crooked path straight, as they were the singing and declaring that that as my um, savior, that I know that my paths have been not always been straight. So I'm thankful for. Um, confirmation and as well as um, the prayer that they had, that he was declaring about is for depression, anxiety, and for focus. So I'm thankful for that. And um, I haven't had to even since I think that day last week. That we're in Madison, but um, I'm thankful for her and for Aiden, and um, that I'll get to see her soon, and hopefully I can get my son in a visit with him before um, July, and at some point, one way or another, Yahweh will make a way that he provides a way to visitation. Just my my goal is. To Keep my trust in him. And I'll pass with that. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Who's next? Looks like we got Shaliak Rock on the line. Well, praise Yah, hallelujah. I'm grateful for the Supreme Court of the United States of America and uh, for them seemingly coming into a really incredible 
thought process for us as believers, it is the Jubilee year that we're coming in right now, which would be 50 years. Seven, four, seven sevens is 49 years, and then when it goes into the 50th, uh, it's a major, and that is what we got going on with the prayer, of, uh, the coach that prayed on the 50-yard line that lost his position. That was huge. And, uh, you know, now, uh, uh, of course, Roe v. Wade being overturned, that was 50 years ago. So the, the coach on the 50-yard line, there's a 50. And then 50 years ago, Roe v. Wade came into place, and now we got the Jubilee, which is 50 years. So it just seems like something really major that's all coming together. And I'm just grateful for Branson and our great experience that we had today with Justin, who's four years clean uh, from Branson.com. And he just threw in everything, including the kitchen sink, and we had supernatural favor when we got here. So we're going to get to see not only one show but two shows so I'm going to get to see ABBA, and Sam's going to get to see the Legends of Rock and Roll. And we're going to, of course, go to, to – I'm going to go to hers, and she's going to go to mine. So uh, we both got what we wanted, and we got cash coming back at us and all kinds of great stuff. So, yeah, just a great way to start. But what the best part was was to connect with Justin. With four, you'll be, have four years clean shortly. And just a really wonderful young guy and uh, very grateful to uh, – to be able to connect with him, and uh, we had quite the conversation. And I'm also grateful for, while we were actually connecting with Justin, Sam took a call from her son, and CJ is uh, advancing. He's our youngest son, and CJ is advancing in numerous areas right now in his position. He's had it since he was, how old was he? Since he was 16, and he's now... 22, so that would be six years. He has been at the same place of employment, and they've advanced him and advanced him and advanced him. And now the business got bought uh, by a very famous chef in Milwaukee, and he owns a bunch of other restaurants. And he has promoted CJ to go to all these different uh, places, which is so super cool. Uh, that he owns, and to actually, you know, serve as a chef there in all those places. And he's going to send them uh, to culinary school and pay for everything. So he really is uh, doing great, and uh, we're so proud of him. And we're so excited that he is going to come to uh, Lake Tahoe and be there for the for the wedding. So he's trying to decide if he's going to take an airplane. It sounds like he's going to do that. And he's been overcoming fears about driving on the interstate. He's been driving his new car out there on the interstate to go to these different jobs. And uh, and he's handling everything. He's just facing life. He's, he's just really quite the young man. And uh, we're just both so proud of him and uh, really was, was something that I, I'm grateful for. Uh, I don't know if Sam wants to add anything to your gratitude list. No, you said them all. I said them all, all the same ones. See, we are totally a chad. We are one. We're in unity. Hallelujah. Praise, yeah.
All right. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yami, would you like to pray over the line and clear it of any hexes, vexes, foul, foul, nasty, unclean things that might be trying to come against all that Abba has for us to do? Well, Father, first, we do know that we can be so thankful for what you did for us. Because of you, Satan is the and he is under our feet, because it is you that dwell in us. So, Father, there's Hallelujah. Thanks for that. Uh, we're going to cut you off. It looks like you're driving and you can't focus on prayer. So, hallelujah. We will be back after Bill Phillips' Raging Fire. to rights, born and raised, we are thick and thin till our last days, so hold me close and I'll surrender to your heart, you know how to give and how to take, you see every hope I locked away, so pull me close and surrender to my Before the flame goes out tonight Yeah, we'll live until we die So come out, come out Let your heart be next to mine. 
before the flame goes out tonight, we can live until we die. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Abba Yah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for our time on the call tonight. Yeah, we thank you for the ability, the freedom, the flexibility to come into your presence across the phone line, to be echad, even though we happen to be miles miles apart. Yeah, we thank you for the work that you're doing in each of us, and we just ask, Yah, that you would protect this space and you would send a legion of Malachim around about the space and all the hearts and lines involved, yeah, so that there be no interference, that there be nothing untoward, nothing that is not of you attempting to dig in, attempting to wiggle its way in. Abba, we just ask that all attitudes, all ruachs, anything at all that could be used to pollute, anything that's unpleasing to you, yeah, that it would be removed, stifled, crushed, resisted in the name of Yeshua so that we can have an awesome call, so that we can hear what the Ruach HaKadosh has to say tonight. In the name of Yeshua, hallelujah and amen. All right. We are going to be looking at Psalm 119, 10, and 12, 10 to 12 this evening. And if I could ask Marissa to read that, that would be fantastic. 119? Yep. 119, 10, 11, and 12. Hallelujah. She's got to turn to it, so she'll be right with us. Hey, you want to read off the computer? I'm trying to read. read the highlighted stuff. I have sought you with my whole heart. Do not let me wander from your commandments. I have hidden your words in my heart that I might not sin against you. Baruch are you, O Yahweh. Teach me your statutes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Yeah, that's actually a very, very humble request. Um, Not to offer something like that to Yah, but um, just to acknowledge that as king, he does not know it all. He realizes he still needs guidance from above. Um, Normally, it would be hard for 
somebody in that position to surrender themselves and be that open to even call on their Elohim, which is what I meant by humbling because David throughout his life has shown himself to be a Galal Talmudim. He's, shown, he's desired to be a disciple, a learner from little on. Now, I don't know exactly how old David was, was when he wrote this, but it's obvious that he's older now and that he hasn't strayed from the path that his parents taught him. And that he's asking, well, first off, he confesses, he praises him, he, you know, he says, I've sought you with my whole heart. Do not let me wander from your commandments. So he's praying for the kavod, the favor, the chesed from Yah, to not let him stray from the path. He's asking to be corrected. He's asking for that rod of correction. He says, I have hid you, I have hid your word in my heart. Basically saying he studied it thoroughly enough that he doesn't take it for granted, that he knows it, knows it well. And that he can meditate back or however it works, that he can meditate on Yah and have Yah's word flood back into his consciousness and utter it for whatever purpose Yah has placed on his heart at the time. For the purpose that he might not sin against Yahweh Elohim. Would that I could get to that point. Hallelujah. Verse 12 says, Berachot are you, O Yahweh. Teach me your statutes. So he's praising Yah, and he's, and he's begging, almost. He's exhorting Yahweh to be his personal instructor. And that's huge. How different this world would look if there were more people that would just beg Abba Yah to be their personal teacher. Some of us have got to learn to stop playing hooky from class. Now I've got five fingers pointed back at me. I've done it. I'm guilty. But we know that Yah has answered. We know that Yah answers that question and and those are the types of questions that he wants to hear from us, regardless of what the word of what the world says, regardless of the accusations the world lays at your feet and how nuts they think that you are for believing in such an old book that there can't, there's there, there's no practical application in the Bible to today. It's old. It's archaic. It's got nothing to do with the modern world. Oh, really? Okay. So, but anyway, that's a bit of an aside. Um, you can tell by these three verses how much David loves Yahweh and loves his word and is grateful to be purposed in him to be his servant and that there's nothing there to separate that David wants nothing between them to separate the two of them. And that's what 
Yeah, wants for each of us, and that's essentially the desire that's got to be at the core of transformed recovery. If you truly want to transform, this has got to be where you start to realize, yeah, this stuff has got to go. This stuff has got to stay. This stuff has got to come. This has got to come flooding in because I realize that it's only by the Ruach that the rest of that yuck gets out and stays out. So hallelujah. That having been said, I will open up the line to whoever wants to comment on their day and these verses next. Hallelujah. Who's next? Well, I guess I am. Can you hear me all right? We can hear you. Hey, Dan, good to hear you. Hallelujah. Good to be heard. Wow. It was a time getting on this call, getting everything situated. But anyway, um, as the Psalms pretty much is written about the Torah in Hebrew alphabetical order in which each stanza is represented, uh, I'm looking at, I think I kind of went back up to verse 8. I mean, the first eight verses. It's something that we're reading this tonight because it's been my prayer for a while, but I think today I got on a different type of prayer schedule at 3.30 a.m. So I didn't do my Psalms 119 this morning. Usually I do all five of them, whatever it is. One, Psalms 1, Psalms 23, Psalms 51, Psalms 91, and Psalms 119. And But today it was a different type of format. It's like Yeshua changed it up on me, and it was a powerful prayer sector. Oh, you know, I got the book right here. Oh, my 31 days of prayer, moving Yahweh's mighty hand. Uh, I think it's Ruth Myers and Warren Myers. But anyway, when Yeshua moved this morning, oh, man, I thought I slept like a baby for 20 hours. But I had just went to sleep maybe 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And it was just Yahweh's will for me to get the wisdom of Yeshua this morning because this word, I have sought you with my whole heart. Do not let me wander from your commandments. And I look to read these, the whole 119, every day as much as possible and still try to get five Psalms in. But it it inspires me because a lot of the trials and tribulations and troubles and just kind of let my cousin air out some things tonight. And she really just went on and on about the trial she had with her son and wanted me to call and try to encourage him a little bit. Probably about 21 years old or somewhere around there. But every so often I hear from her. But... Hiding your word, hiding his word in my heart that I might not sin against him. And I looked at that. My wife and kids know that we really inspired one another to get that prayer in each morning. Whether we said it openly or not, we knew it was heartfelt when we prayed together as a family, well, the boys was home then too as well. And 
it was miracle after miracle coming forth because we declared all the judgments from our mouth and our lips that we desired. And he knew the desires of our heart before we spoke them out of our mouth. But Jeremiah, I think he was one that's the weeping prophet, but our boy Jeremiah was the one giving up and saying he wasn't going to school, going to college. And, well, he didn't have a format or a plan of action outside of, I don't know, he said a couple of things, but it wasn't sounding like it was going to amount to anything. So it was a need, and some things transpired now since he's been there that he's matured a lot, as well as all his educational and academic scholastic work habits has changed for the better. And he seems that he knows now that that's what it took to get his reading levels up higher. So I'm looking at this word, and as we sought after the Father, as we ask, he said, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Seek me while I may be found. Ask, and it shall be given. Knock, and the door shall be opened. I will delight myself in your statutes. I will not forget your words. And the word says the uh, fervent, effectual, effectual prayers of the righteous will avail us much. So I know he availed those prayers because them boys wouldn't have made it off to college no other way, not financially, not scholastically it was just Yeshua opening the door and that word that my wife and I hidden upon our hearts that we might not sin against them and that we would train up our children in the way they should go so when they're old they won't depart from the training and the training has really tripled from the way we've trained them in this aspect of Yeshua training them because they've been home for hours upon hours and days upon days while we worked, 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 and I did the bike shop and bikes, and they handled the house well. Kept things going, kept things together. Of course, it wasn't spotless like we would have wanted, but from what Yeshua was showing me that I got to think more highly of them than I was, and it gave me a excitement to see things accomplished. So my praise, prayers, and decrees, as I do in the morning, we do in the morning, but I definitely want to say I'm thankful and excited. I'm happy and thankful that I am a child of the Most High. I am sent by Yeshua for a time such as this. I am happy thankful and brukata right now that I am double employed with a multi-million dollar business with a billion dollar potential that Yeshua is opening doors that no man can close and closing doors no man can open so that I will leave an inheritance for my children my seed seed and far off seeds to the fourth, fifth, sixth generation so I know and truly happy, effortlessly and easily are making a path for even the children that are concerned about my well-being 
um, hearing about some health challenges, hearing about other things, and they are concerned. And <laughs> I had never thought my daughter would come for Father's Day all the way from Minnesota. So uh, a miracle in the making. So, you know, with two jobs, three jobs, or no jobs, I'm thankful that Yeshua has a way out of no way, and he will open doors that only he can open. So I'm thankful tonight that as we went out in the neighborhoods over the weekend, it made a difference in my life, planting a seed, watering a seed, and letting Yahweh get the increase. So in the midst of it all, we know he moved upon the hearts of people that opened their doors and asked us to pray with them, pray for them, and that they were excited about Atlanta or whatnot. So there's different things that's taking place that our children are doing, and different ones said that's a good thing that they down in Georgia, where I can say Atlanta, that's what I always say, they ain't but an hour and a half or so from Atlanta. So I'm thankful, I'm happy, and Plukatad, and thankful that they made it there safely and are employed, generating the kind of income that they deserve and have need of. So as it says, blessed are you, O Yahweh, teach me your statutes. In verse 12, I know Yahweh has taught me, and without his teaching, I would nowhere near be as far as I am now. And with the wisdom and knowledge and understanding on how to love on my wife, how to love on all of our children, how to be a husband, how to be a dad, a father figure, and how to tremendously impact this neighborhood and impact my household, the upper room prayer time, lower level prayer time, the war room that Yeshua is moving in. And he's making a house of prayer, not a house of, not a den of thieves and robbers. So I'm thankful and Barukatah to be a child of the Most High with all of my children, my wife, all on one accord, speaking the things of Yeshua and hearing the voice of Yahweh, the Messiah speaking directly to their earlobes. I'm thankful that the jobs that's lined up for all of our children, as well as the work permit from the school, is done and said. I'm thankful in Brukata that they have the excitement of going after the guidance counselor to get the signature for a work permit, car insurance permit, extra education in the summertime. I'm happy, thankful, and Baruchatah that all of it has come to pass. In Yeshua HaMashiach, mighty name, amen. And amen. Hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Fantastic, Jim. Thank you for that. Who's next? Finally, um, I was uh, rejoicing in your prayers and agreeing with you and I think it was this morning I read Psalm 91, so I'm thankful that um, Yahweh is opening doors. I was listening to a song before, and he sings about us, um, give me keys, unlock doors to places that I've never been before, and I listened to that song many other times, and I sing the verse with him, and I felt good about that. Like, 
my prayer that Yahweh is giving us keys and he's opening up new doors of opportunity and growth in our walk in him as well as in our um, businesses and I'm learning. I'm not even fully there yet, but I am I'm getting there with the help of my um my elders. So hallelujah. I like these um three verses that we read that I read tonight that we get to go over about um yeah, because I've seen it before, and then I think that was a scribe who told me before, and he, again, about this is a Hebrew alphabet. So there's a lot of different areas for me to look into, which I really will have to get into that off, off of the line, of course, because we're focusing on Psalm 119.10. So, um, but it's pretty fascinating, and something definitely that. I want to learn more about, but um, hallelujah. But there's a lot of good things in this psalm, which I never really got into 119, so it's good to get into it because recently praying about being upright, which goes from the first first verse, who looks at the upright in the way to walk in the Torah of Yahweh. I like how that rhymes. So anyways, um, so yeah, as we are learning, to, as I am learning, and all of us are learning to walk upright, and as I am seeking Yahweh each day, is, and then goes into down here about ten. I have sought you with my whole heart. Do not let me wander from your commandment. So that's where I've been with, working on. Well, actually, I should well, both. Yahweh's been working on it, and I've been working on it with him. It's a lot of work and process. As a um, circumcision in the heart and the letting Yahweh have his way in there and then not trying to, to have the walls that I used to keep there. That Yahweh has to be, he's helping this, uh, um, like a and I had this conversation more than once. And I was picturing, at least I can about different areas, so I was picturing like stairways and sweeping. So there's a lot of stairs that Yahweh is sweeping out. And I, I am, um, I really think I've, I probably need to like cement the commandments to my forehead or my, my arms. Unfortunately, we can't get um, any more tattoos because it is in the scripture that we're not supposed to have ink on, ink or marks on our bodies. So I cannot physically have it engraved, but I could write it on paper. So hallelujah that I keep on wanting to no, I need to follow the commandments, and I, I'm getting better about them. It's just having to be reminded that even if I fall astray, that it's, as we're reading right now, is that Scripture brings us back to understanding that it's important for us to follow them. And then I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. That's again with, with the renewing of our mind, which is reading the word. And I'm getting there as I should be going there more often. So that is also my my prayer that Yahweh brings me into his word more often than not. And we look at you, O Yahweh, and teach me your statutes. And again, statutes is, that's a good question. But um, if someone can go over that, 
excuse me, because I know it's, it's, it's not have to do with the commandments, I don't think. Does it? Yeah. But it does have to do with Just the commandments. Word. It's like a subsection of an overall law or of a greater law. Sorry about that. We got. I, I was. I don't want to get. I don't want to interrupt you guys on the line. But um. Anyways, I'll ask them later. So, I'll just say one thing is is um, for babies. That's all I'm gonna say. I am um, thankful for them. I miss my fur baby. She's my therapy cat, but she's at my sister's house right now. I'm thankful for the fur babies in this house. <laughs> we got we got plenty of furs, a fur a furry love, and um, the top. I was telling Sky the other day, or the Tim, that I can't take Patty with me, but too bad I couldn't make her. Cause you know when I go through that process of shedding, but it's not going to work into a blanket. But I just take her take her fur with me. <laughs> so, hallelujah. But um. So the statute is, an, is the same thing as commandments, or is more detailed? You have a commandment, then you have a subsection, subsection, subsection. It's all part of the same commandment. It's just the, That's, you know. It, it's yeah. part, like afterwards, I think. You, okay. More detailed. Do you remember when you got a ticket for, for whatever you got a ticket for, and it says you broke this statute? It broke there was the law. a law, and there was a statute underneath it, a specific, more specific statute? Probably, okay. yeah. That's a statute. It's just, okay. Don't take my name in vain. Use the name Yahweh. Okay. Okay. As an example. Yeah. That's good to know. I think that it's something that I can really need to look more. And like, I've been getting a lot better. I mean, still sometimes I'll say his name and out of context. But it's like, I try not to swear either. I am I am guilty of either one, but um, Yahweh is helping me to learn how to control my tongue. And there's a lot of times where my my mouth is runs when it's not supposed to, even if it's not in in vain. It's just one of my defects is talking and not listening. And that's another thing that I'm described as long suffered a lot with me. And um. I know it's not easy for my fleshly um, do's and his, and wanting to not um, be obedient. And I have, um, I'm learning to, to be um, loose in Yahweh. As my elders are teaching me the, the righteous ways. And I also pray for my, my elder scribe as he's coming into the season of his ordination and his mikvah so as that's everyone on the line to keep we'll keep all of us in prayer but especially for a scribe that um it's a big big commitment for him and it's a big looking from between him and, and his um overseer rock that him and rock are rock has helped him come a long way and i only know rock of so many times i've known many years but i haven't known throughout the phone lines or throughout the messages. But this will, this has given me time to, to get to know Skype the last few months and I get to go back and stand for a while and I think it's important as we keep each other in prayer as well as um this next season for Skype as he's 
going to be walking into a new a new anointing and a broking that he is um, this enemy can't can't screw him over because we know our authority in Yeshua and the life pays for his for Yahweh and for the diligence between him and Yahweh for uh, the communication to be open that constant line of communication between him and Yahweh that Yahweh is our guidance as we look back at the number one, is we are, in the Psalm 119, number one is we are upright. I pray that in, was it this morning about what Rock was saying, which we'll get more again, again more into tomorrow, being vertical and horizontal in Yahweh. So, so yeah. So, hallelujah. So, I am, I am going to get, I don't want to get sidetracked and locked into the alphabet now. <laughs> so, I'm going to, that. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. I appreciate it. Looks like that leaves Shaliyah Rock. Unless Shaliyah Yami has something she wants to add, I will unmute and see if she is done driving. Hallelujah. Shaliyah Yami, you've been listening. What have you heard? What have you learned? Well, it, it seems like the seems like the theme for me for the last um, few days has been though my flesh and my heart fail still yes the strength of my heart and my portion forever and it seems like to me I need to hang tight with him so that I can go through the changes to become more and more like him so that I can rule and reign with him so that I can be his family and so that I can be in a cod with him and I can um, sit with his people. And I will pass with that. Thank you. Hallelujah. Can uh, you read the scripture again, please? Absolutely. Give me one second to get back to that portion of my wall. Um, and seeing as I read the whole chapter while everybody else was talking and focusing on what they were saying, it says, I have sought you with my whole heart. Do not let me wander from your commandments. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Baruch are you, O Yahweh. Teach me your statutes. Yeah, I think the uh, the crying out of our hearts to get the berachot, you know, of him pouring, pouring out uh, his statutes into our hearts and, you know, really really wanting to be in rightness or righteousness is such a big thing. I, I mean, I really love Scribe's opener. Uh, it would have been very close to what I would have shared if I was the first one to share. 
Um, so I don't want to repeat what he said, but what he said was really classic uh, Kadesh Kit V6. You know, it is really what the the sixth step is really about at its core in the in the desire to have these defects, these strongholds, these wicked things in the high places, to have all these things removed there takes <clears throat> some preparation. And I think, you know, when you look at a scripture like this, where David is crying out, you know, for the depth of what we're talking about here, um, in a person's life, you're talking about really taking in a lot of information. You have to have that that powerful emet, that truth that really overtakes you to be able to actually get to that powerful place of overtaking it. So first it overtakes you, and then you overtake all that garbage you know, because you have all that good stuff now in you, it's almost as if you can picture this as you're pouring the bad stuff out in five because you're pouring out your heart in the Kitve Kadesh step five. You're, you're pouring it out. You're getting rid of it. You're confessing your sins one to another in the love of Yahweh. You're submitting yourselves one to another in the love of Yahweh. So as you're pouring out your heart, pouring out your heart, pouring out your heart, night after night as we do here on this, you know, really the two key things is we're examining daily, you know, which is 10, and we're opening up about it and pouring it out in five. So between the Kitna Kadesh steps five and ten, five and ten, five and ten that happen night after night after night, it's like once that stuff is getting pushed out, it's almost as if the word coming in us pushes the bad stuff out of us as the new stuff, the better stuff, replaces it. The, the good stuff, the better stuff that's replacing it is so powerful. And it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's, it's, it's great stuff. And we'd rather have that in us than all that old infectious garbage that Hasatan Gadrael sold us on at one time or another. We believe the lie instead of the truth. You know, and even in, even in politics, it's it's transitioning right now. We're seeing that there are a lot more people that want righteousness in their lives than that don't. When you have over a million people have left the Democratic Party because they have become the party of evil. They have become every, the party of sin. Every, every sinful thing that you can think of on a choice of what we would have in America, those are the things they stand on. That's what they want. They want to kill babies, right? They want to ki they want to kill people. They want to kill uh, the laws that protect us from criminals. It's the whole lawless 
side, which is the total anti-Torah, anti-Yahweh position, seems to be what's rising up. And it's like there's this evil group of people. And the, the bright side of it is, is America is rejecting their message. It's like, no, you cannot push LGBTQT on me. I'm not going to accept this nonsense of transgender stuff and, you know, pushing this on our kids in, in public schools and even all schools, you know. And, and therefore, you know, the Supreme Court thinks that they're, you know, the, the, the football coach praying on the 50-yard line after every game, not going to people trying to evangelize to them or say, hey, come pray with me or nothing, just going there to the 50-yard line. And there were a number of parents and different people of that high school that went to pray with them. And all of those evil people didn't like it. And they wanted him to be fired because of it. And he had a constitutional right to do it. It took him six years of fighting. He lost his job six years ago. So, you know, he's been praying. He's been getting the good stuff in, and therefore all the bad stuff went out. He didn't file a lawsuit against the school. He didn't want to get money. You know, all he wants is his job back. He doesn't even want six years of back pay. You know, so... I'm sure he's going to probably write a book. I'm sure he's going to probably get a movie deal and uh he's going to be able to tell his story. And I and I hope he does because it's a story of righteousness and our and the the scriptural things that are intertwined within our constitution of our religious freedoms and our religious rights uh you know are are wonderful that they are in there and I'm grateful for them. You know, the, uh, obviously Roe v. Wade is, is huge, you know, and, and it is a Shemitah year. It is a Jubilee year right now. And all these great things are happening in a Jubilee year. Is that coincidence? Is that happenstance or is the righteous, and the prayers of the righteous avail much. I looked at all of this footage of all these pro-life people that were praying in front of the Supreme Court. I mean, they were lifting up Kadesh hands, and they were praying, and they were really, really laying it out there. And, you know, so all of when you're bringing all of this goodness in because you put your you put your prayer cup up there to receive, and all of a sudden your cup surely overflows. There's just no room when you are overflowing in Ruach and a mat. There's no room for the evil to get in. You can't you can't get any evil in. It all gets pushed out. And that is the picture of of this Kadesh Kit Bay six step that you need to really get is when you're bringing more and more and more good stuff in, like Marissa's doing in her program right now, the more good stuff she brings in, the more bad stuff just keeps getting shoved out. And so there's just no room for Hasatan, Gadrael, to mess with her anymore. And I think that's what, you know, when we're praying as David is in this psalm, we're seeing a picture of that, is he's bringing all this good in, 
And he doesn't want any of that evil. You know, all this praising that he's doing throughout all the Psalms, you know, it's always asking for more of you, more of you, yeah, more of you, yeah, more of you, yeah. You know, less of me and more of you, less of me and more of you. Let me decrease so you can increase. All this stuff, when we proclaim that, when we decree that, when we declare that it's Abba Yah that we want filling us and we want the true truth to be in us, the Amet itself, from the Ruach HaKodesh, breathing it in and breathing it in and breathing it in, how can we go wrong? with a formula like this, right? How can you go wrong? You just can't. It is a winning group of solutions that you are applying, and it will fix you. It will transform you. It will change you if you just get focused on his amet being in you and becoming you and you doing it, there's just no getting around it. It is making that decision that I am ready to do it all the way. I'm selling out. And when you make that decision that you're selling out, that you're going all the way, then it's a done deal. It really is. And um, we're really excited about the many, many great things that we see and the relationships across this country that are developing for people that are hungry for this. Hallelujah for this Shemitah year and for Yah pouring out a, a jubilee, a Yahubilee for all of us to just take advantage of. Bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. Supernatural increase, supernatural favor. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thanks for that slack. Rock, is there anybody else out there that wants to share? I'm guessing Shlaya Sand might be sleeping. So I think we might just jump into a song. Uh, this is Kim Walker-Smith with Fresh Outpouring. I figure it was kind of fitting, so we'll go ahead and give it a listen. It's about eight and a half minutes long. Renew us in this day Just like you said you would Your word is not in vain Our hearts reaching heavenward Let glory 
Kim, thanks for taking the time with us. Yeah. I uh, love being in your home. Thanks for letting us crash <laughs> your pad yeah, here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Talk about these songs. Uh, this song is amazing. I, I guess I first experienced this. It was a Jesus Culture Conference. Yeah. And um, you had re- written it recently, mm-hmm. decided to try it out. You mm-hmm. got live bodies out there. And yeah. It was just such an amazing night. I mean, yeah. the song really took on a life of its own. and. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I did not know we were going to go into a testimony after the song. Um, wasn't sure if I should let it play out, so I guess I just cut it off. But that having been said, let's get to our JFT&A reading for the day and our whatever prayer. So hallelujah. June 27, 2022. Change and growth. When someone points out a shortcoming, our first reaction may be defensive. know nothing about that. There will always be room for growth. Recovery is a process that brings about change in our lives. We need that change. If we are not 
or if we are to continue our growth towards freedom, it is important that we remain open-minded when others point out our shortcomings, for they are bringing to light opportunities for us to change and grow. Reacting defensively hurts our ability to receive the help they are offering us. Letting go of defenses opens the door to change, growth, and new freedom. Each day in the recovery process will bring an opportunity for further change and growth. The more we learn to greet change with an open mind and heart, the more we will learn, the more we will grow, and the more comfortable we will become with our recovery. Just for today, I will greet each opportunity for growth with an open mind. Hallelujah. Marissa, you got Philippians 4 ready. So, hallelujah. I like that um, just for today reading. That was good. I am um, rejoicing in Yahweh. As we read the prayer, we rejoice in Yahweh always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your humility be known to all men. Our master is at hand. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and by petition, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to Elohim. In the peace of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds through Messiah Yeshua. Finally, my brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever pure, whatever lovely, whatever of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. And what things you learned and received and heard and saw in me, practice these things. And the Elohim of Shalom will be with you. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to have Yami come back in a minute after this one. This is Open the Eyes of My Heart. We'll have Yami come back and pray us out. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Why don't we do something different here and ask Brother Cotton if he would be willing to pray out the line tonight, if he's available. Dan, are you available to pray? Yes, can you hear me better now? Now we can. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeshua HaMashiach, you are the autopilot to our future. You have directed us through your word and through the Psalm 119 and through the every aspect of what we have need to hear this evening, this night. Thank you for you being an author and a finisher of our faith. Thank you for my family holding fast to your unchanging hands. Thank you for my kids making it for a long trip, four-day journey, and you brugatized them to make it. And you have given us a word from on high that we may hide up on our heart on this day, starting our day with Yahweh, ending our day with Yahweh, Yahweh being in the midst of every portion of our days. So we give you the praise for this RIP 2.0, everything that came forth every aspect of hiding that word upon your heart that we may not sin against you, every aspect of knowing to meditate on this word day and night, 
every aspect of understanding you and you at the torture state. So we plead the blood of Yeshua to come down on us as we rest and sleep this night, that you and only you will be throughout our mindset, our dreams, and we may arise at the appointed time serving you and acknowledging you in all our ways that you direct our paths. That as we seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, all these things of righteousness shall be added. And we believe for your work's sake, and you wish that we prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. So, Brukata is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, but and or not stand in the way of sinners. So, you and only you can Brukata all of our family and friends this night in your sure name. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Dan. One last bit of housekeeping tomorrow morning, 7.37 a.m. Eastern, 6.37 a.m. Central, 5.37 a.m. Pacific uh, Mountain, and 4.37 p.m. Pacific. You notice a pattern? We will be right back here on Love Live. Remnant Reality Reality. Hey, we will be right back here on Love for Truth Remnant Reality Radio with praise, prayer, decree, and declare. Hallelujah. From all of us here at Love Inc., good night, lay the toll, and stop laughing at my twisted tongue. Hallelujah.